Oh, week seven. Here we are. Still playing football. Kobe can't stop us. Welcome, everybody. This is the South Block Football Guys. As always, uh, I'm your host, Evan Newberger, with my counterparts here, partners in crime, Robbie Larson and Adam Sidek. Guys, how we doing? Do Hanging in there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I mean... It's Doing the same as the Bears, Some, somehow doing well. <laughs> it doesn't feel like I am, but <laughs> surviving here. Yeah, surviving. Yeah, getting by. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. You know, it was uh, it's another good week of NFL action. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. Uh, you know, but we've got a great week seven slate. Some uh, some huge, really huge games this week. Uh, three really stand out to me, guys. Uh, Tampa Bay uh, versus uh, Las Vegas. It's a big game. Um, you also have the undefeated teams, the uh, Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then uh, finally, I mean, I can't leave my Bears off there. Monday oh. Night Football, Bears-Rams. Oh, yeah. All kidding aside and homerism aside, that is a good game. Uh, and so uh, be looking forward to that. But a lot of good a lot of good NFL action this week. Giants-Eagles? Oh, yeah. Who can, how Going can that get better? Of the division? Oh, man. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we will get to the Week 7 slate, but before we do that, we are going to go to the news. In news around the league, we've got a big one with uh, Le'Veon Bell was traded. I'm sure you've all probably heard it by now, but um, this is pretty big for the Chiefs offense um and that um and now they've got two dynamic running backs one especially since Clyde couldn't really get it done in the red zone um Le'Veon might be able to help him out in that department uh we'll, we'll see what the kind of usage that Andy Reid selects for these two guys because you've got first round running back who has looked good in space but um at the same time you know he likes he likes his bell cow backs, and it wouldn't be surprising if Le'Veon ends up getting a whole work. What, what do you guys think? It's just it's been so long since we've really seen dynamic Le'Veon Bell that I'm kind of skeptical at this point. Um, I don't know. I'm just I got to see it again before I'm just going to buy in that this is a great move. Um, I I think it's a I think it's a, a really good move for the Chiefs. I I expect Love Bell to return to somewhat Steeler form, but. It's good for him, good for the Chiefs. It's good for everyone except for the Jets. That that that, <laughs> that was an awful signing, and you know teams aren't going to make that mistake again with the running backs. You know, wanting that much money. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's going to be interesting. This might be his first uh, look this upcoming week. See eleven uh, Kansas City red. Yeah. Um. But speaking of other other news, we got um. This one kind of surprised me, guys, but Tua is going to be starting over Ryan Fitzpatrick for the Dolphins. Um, it was it was announced the other day, and uh, even though Ryan Fitzpatrick has been playing well, they decided to make the switch over. Um, I don't know about you guys. I was a little thrown off by it. Um, I, I get that they want to see what they've got in their rookie quarterback, rookie first-rounder, but I, I thought Fitz was doing pretty well. Yeah, apparently he was uh, he was surprised by this as well. He was pretty upset about it. Uh, felt pretty betrayed. Uh, team was kind of turning a corner, looking pretty good. 
Uh, you know, and he especially put on some real good performances at the end of last year. So he'd uh, you know, strung together a pretty decent run of football there. Um, but uh, apparently, you know, the Panthers had this planned out for a while where they were going to go to Tua after the uh, after the break, and you know, they didn't deviate from it. So uh, time to see what the kids got. Yeah, and I was just going to mention that. Yeah, the Dolphins had this planned all along, apparently, and um, yeah, sort of. I, I sort of feel bad for. Ryan Fitzpatrick, man, this is definitely his best chance at a winning season, playoff run, and but you know he, he what, probably just becomes probably the best back backup in the league right now. So you know, they'll, I think I think they're they're in for a good future here, even this year. Man, if Tua doesn't pan out or struggles early on, you know, ah, uh, that's that's gonna look really bad for this Dolphins organization. Just making that switch, you no. Know, even with how well he's been playing, I mean, you have to think too is looking pretty good in practice, though, for them to make this move. They, yeah, I don't know. He, he wouldn't, in your right mind, make this move if he wasn't at least showing you something. So, well, the, maybe they looked at the Bears and say, "Hey, that works." You know, yeah, <laughs> couple <laughs> I, wins, pull your quarterback. You know? I think it helps for them having a bye week this week that they're gonna give him a little extra time to kind of get in. But I mean, practice is a whole different thing than game time experience just ask trustman about that <laughs> only look forward never look back <laughs> uh, other news um now we're, we're getting to uh the sadder news uh devin bush tore his acl which is a huge loss for that steelers defense um he, he's just been great for them um but i mean they still a strong unit i would expect them to still be be pretty strong yeah, so. I mean, it hurts to lose your signal caller, but, I mean, they're going to be one of the better defenses in the league still. Yeah, I, it's it's a tough blow for them, but I don't I don't see the Steelers missing much of a beat. They're, they're up there with uh, the Packers, uh, you know, as one of the more all-around, uh, you know, well-built football teams in the league. So they've got the depth to handle this. Yep, and more injury news. <laughs> The notes have it as uh, Zach Ertz is washed up, which is kind of also true, but uh, he hurt his ankle. He's going to be out three to four weeks. Yeah, that's uh, honestly might be a good thing for the Eagles. I mean, it's the sign of me dropping my fifth round draft pick. Yeah, he is done. Yeah, he did not make it. So not great. Not a good time for him to complain about his contract. Yeah. It's like, no. Yeah, pay me. It's immediately bad. (laughs) Well, sucks, sucks for him. <laughs> well. well, thank you for the news, Robbie. Uh, all right, guys. Now uh, let's get into our week six uh, follow-up here. Uh, you know, there were ups and downs um, in terms of our lead pipe locks. Adam, fortunately, the Cowboys just didn't get it done. Yeah. No, I mean, so I no, that, that one was over from the start. Um, it'll happen. That that defense and Mike McCarthy just don't Dude, know what Zeke, they're doing. Zeke had the the the, the fumbleitis. Yeah, all... not great. Nah. Uh, Robbie Packers minus two and a half. So I missed. You know, just like Zeke, when you turn the ball over two drives in a row, it really kills you early. I mean, they were looking good to start, I'm... and also Bakhtiari leaving the second quarter kind of hurt hurt them too. The, that Bucks line just destroyed them from then on. Yeah, I I don't remember ever seeing a game where like, you know, 
first sign of trouble, first punch, they're done. You know, like after that second interception, the Packers they were defeated. Yeah. They were only down three. They it was it was ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. That, that kind of has me questioning the coaching staff a little bit. That they just can't. I mean, it it wasn't like yeah, it it sucks to throw two picks on two drives in a row, but you could recover from that. <laughs> I mean, that's, second quarter, that just seems like the bad ball. leadership right yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, we'll end on a good note. I had Steelers minus three and a half. Yeah, that that uh, was easy. that was also over early, but in the right ways. Uh, yeah, Steelers took it to the Browns. Uh, wasn't really close. Uh, in terms of our podcast parlay, we had uh, Steelers minus three and a half. We had the Dolphins at uh, let me find it minus eight and a half, and uh, we had the Pack minus two and a half. So, so I yeah, so close. The pack let us down. Uh, only down four bucks though. Uh, a total of a hundred dollars uh, spent. So uh, not too bad. Uh, we'll take it. Still up on year two. Right, right. Still, uh, still well up on the year. So that'll do it for our week six recap. Uh, before we get into week seven, we're gonna do a little segment called playoffs or fall offs. And uh, well, we're just taking a look at four teams. Patriots, Dolphins, Cardinals, and 49ers. And we're asking the question, do we think they're going to make the playoffs or will they fall off? So, uh, Robbie, I think this was your idea. No, this <laughs> <Start with you. laughs> I'll, I'll bear that burden. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I probably did it. It'd be a little bit, a little, little bit better with the, <laughs> <laughs> no, the segment. I, I, idea. I don't think so. Oh man, I like it. All right. Hope this segment doesn't fall. Are, are, off. No, 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 no. Should, should we just start go one team at a time? Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, we'll run through it here. Uh, we'll start with the Patriots. Adam, uh, playoff or fall off? I'm going to fall off for the Pats. Um, you know, they, they've really struggled offensively when Cam's not moving the ball with his uh, legs. And, you know, this defense has a lot of players out. Uh, I don't think this is your normal, you know, Patriots team we've seen for the last two decades. I, I mean, and I think the Dolphins are better than them. The Bills are definitely better for that, than them. I think, you know, this is the team that's probably going to miss the playoffs this year. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. They're falling off this year. Um it, until I see them kind of figure it out with having Cam under center because he's a different type of quarterback than Tom Brady. Um, I don't think they really have a shot at this point. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a note for me, dog. I don't I don't think they're making the playoffs this year. Um, AFC's pretty loaded. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of talent up there. Seven teams to pick. I just don't think they're in the top seven. All right, next up, guys, it's the Dolphins. So, uh, yeah, just kind of reiterate my point. I mean, my playoff time, my playoff teams in the AFC uh, right now. I'm thinking the North gets three in, uh, Steelers, Ravens, and uh, Browns at this point. So yep. that leaves four other spots. Uh, three of those are division winners. Um, so call the Bills the AFC East champion. We'll call the Chiefs AFC West. Uh, Titans, AFC South, and I think your other wild card team at this point. I mean, to me, it's between the uh, it's between the Titan, or I'm sorry, it's between the uh, Colts and the Raiders. And uh, I'll lean Colts right now, but yeah, I, I don't see I don't see Patriots or Dolphins fitting into that conversation. Yeah, I'm kind of feeling the same way, just because 
Yeah, that AFC, it, it seems a lot stronger than the NFC this year. And uh, I'm saying fall off for the Dolphins. I, I Honestly, I think them starting two has kind of got me on the swing here. Um, I, if they kept with Fitzmagic, you know, he's been working. Just keep riding him till he falls off into Fitz tragic. Um, that, then I think they might have a shot. Uh, but I'm not super amped up about Tua coming in and just turning the world on fire. So Yeah, I, I'm actually going to say playoffs here. I think this team is um, better positioned, you know, I think to make the playoffs in teams like the the Colts and the uh, the Browns, I think both have pretty fatal flaws. I mean, th- this Dolphins defense is very good. Their secondary is one of the best secondaries in the league. And, you know, if, if they get a little juice from Tua to add to a deep or, a, you know, offense that's, you know, middle of the road, I, I think, you know, in this division, I I think they can win. I, I think they can win enough games to make this the playoffs in this new format. So I'm going to go playoffs. I mean, they do get to play the Jets one more time. Mm-hmm. So that, that helps. That's a free win. But yeah, you're, you are correct. Like their secondary has been looking pretty good. All right. Uh, next one up, we've got the. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals switching over to the NFC. Uh, Adam started off. I'm gonna, this is a tough one because uh, I think there's a chance all four NFC West teams make the playoffs, which is insane. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go fall off. Um, you know that that Cowboys game was a little misleading. I don't think that you know that Kyler did not look that well. He, he was able to run the ball. He, they moved the ball primarily on the ground, you know, with him doing design runs, and, and that was very, very efficient. But, you know, he was very inaccurate, and you're not going to get away with that against defenses, you know, that aren't the Cowboys. So, I, you know, this is a really tough division. I think this team is trending in the right direction. I, I just think they're probably one year away. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go fall out. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with you there, fall out. For me, uh, kind of same reasons. Yeah, this – they ran it up on the Cowboys, but that's not impressing me right now. Um, anybody could put up points on the Cowboys, and they've seems like they've been shooting themselves in the foot lately. Um, Cardinals, I, I mean, yeah, they losing Chandler Jones the other week that that's that's gonna really hurt them. Um, and I mean, I mean, the secondary's been looking pretty solid for the Cardinals. Baker, but, my God, uh, man, what a game! Oh, he was just unreal on Monday night. Um, Everywhere. He was all over the place. Like, you couldn't stop the man. But I I don't think they they do enough, especially when, you know, you they could probably be – they'll probably be competing with, like, 49ers to get in. And I think I'd rather have my faith in them. Uh, well, to that effect, uh, they already beat them once this year. So uh, that's fair. And, you know, I'm, I'm leaning, uh, I'm going to say this Cardinals team is going to get in. I think they're probably the last playoff team in the NFC. Um, you know, it's uh, it's tough. I think there's a chance, you know, the Rams are so hot and cold. Um, you know, if the Rams continue to struggle, you know, maybe maybe even only two get in out of this division. Um, you know, the NFC's got uh, some good talent all across. I mean, there's... There's three respectable teams in the in the NFC South, uh, four respectable teams in the NFC West. Looks like the Bears and Packers are in for a showdown down the stretch, but uh, no, there's a good nothing chance. Nothing in the East. Yeah, nothing in the <laughs> East. Um, 
But, you know, the one thing that the uh, NFC West has going for it is that they do play the NFC East. Um, and the Cardinals are already uh, taking advantage. They're beating up on them a bit here. And, uh, you know, that's that's going to help them out here. Um, this is a little bit of a spoiler uh, for a little later. But I actually, I think the Cardinals... Uh, can win a few more division games, and uh, even uh, this week against the Cardinals at home, I think they got a chance to win. So uh, I like the Cardinals here. I think uh, explosive offense and kind of a soft schedule gets them through. All right, finally, though, we are talking about the 49ers. Uh, so with the Niners, I'm going to say uh, they're going to fall off. They're probably uh, one of my first or second teams out. Just a uh, lot, of, lot of injuries this year. Um, and they got that post-Super Bowl curse, it just looks like, losing some tough games, um, you know, issues at the quarterback uh, position. Uh, just uh, seems like there's a lot, uh, the deck's really stacked in their favor this year. Uh, you know, they're going up against that uh, tough schedule as well after, uh, you know, winning the division last year. So, uh, you know, just think a lot to overcome for the Niners this year. Yeah, it, this was tough between the Cardinals and 49ers here, but I'm going to just lean the Niners just because they've got the experience. Uh, I trust Shanahan more than Kingsbury at this point of each of their respect, respective careers. So um, I, I just, I'm just leaning 49ers get the late push down the end and would just sneak into that final wild card spot. Yeah, me too. I, I I think this might be the last team in. I, I just think they're too talented. Um, you know, they had a really good win last week uh, against the Rams. Uh, that was huge for them, um, especially in this division. You know, and, and they, they sort of stuck to their plan with defense and, you know, quickly getting the ball uh, to their playmakers. And, you know, they were able to dominate time of possession and, and win that game. If they could stick to that format, I, I think they'll end up winning. They're too talented. I think they'll end up winning enough games to just sneak in there to uh, the wild card for the NFC. All right, so that does it for playoffs or fall-offs. Um, let's get into Week 7 preview here, guys. Our first game of the week, it's a NFC East barn burner. Uh, we're talking New York Giants heading into Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, where uh, the Eagles are 4.5-point favorites and a low over-under of 44.5. Uh, Adam, start us off here. Who do you think takes it this one? Um, you know, I'm going to go Eagles here. I uh, don't feel great about this game. Uh, I can see this uh, really going either way. Danny Dimes is uh, this year's version of Jameis Winston where, you know, he he looks good and then, boom, you know, turnover. And he, he, and it, it's really killed uh, their season so far because I think they're a little bit better of a team than, you know, their record gives them credit for. But you can't overcome all these turnovers it's uh definitely demoralizing and you know i think the eagles take advantage of that here at home um you know this is a must win for both these teams and i'm just gonna trust the eagles here at home yeah this is kind of a uh immovable object faces the unfor- uh, unstoppable force situation here eagles are not a defense that forces a lot of turnovers danny dimes loves to put the ball on the ground um so We'll see what gives here. I just, uh, in a game like this, I don't really respect either of these teams. I'm just going to lean the Giants four and a half. Seems like a lot, especially on a short week. Um, I just think, you know, that's 
it's kind of a 50-50 game at this point. Either team could win. Uh, so give me the uh, Giants and the points. Yeah, um, I'm gonna, I'm I'm siding with you there, Evan. Uh, I'm gonna take the points with the Giants. Honestly, I I think all these NFC least teams are kind of pretty. They're all pretty bad. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I could be on this game. I mean, Eagles. Again, I I mentioned this uh, maybe a couple episodes ago but the nfc east has just been turning the ball over like nothing else like cowboys 15 turnovers eagles 12 turnovers giants and the team have a 10 apiece so i i mean a lot could happen in these games where just one turnover just well i'm expecting quite a few turnovers between both these sides um but man i i do like how the the Giants have been on defense. I th- think they've low-key have been all right. Um, you know, especially Bradbury has been just absolutely shut down corner so far this year for the Giants. Um, I think he's a guy who's starting to make a name for himself a little bit. Um, but I, I just don't see the Eagles running away with this. Uh, this this is a low over-under, and I, I believe it. I believe it can be low. So let me give me the side of the Giants. Uh, I think I, d- I don't feel great about this game at all. I mean, but let's see a bunch of turnovers. All right, so we're uh, we're split on this one. Adam likes the Eagles. Robbie and I are on the Giants. Uh, heading into game two here, guys. We're talking Browns uh, and Bengals here. Great Ohio clash. Uh, Bengals are at home, and they're three-point dogs there uh, with an over-under at 50 and a half, that's probably uh, one of the higher numbers we've seen for this matchup in the last 20 years. Um, but, uh, you know, for me, guys, I'm on the Browns. Um, you know, took a tough one uh, last week in Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers really outclassed them, but uh, I think they come back and they respond well. You know, they put together a pretty decent stretch of football there for a bit and uh i think that browns defense will get after the Bengals o-line a little bit in this one uh control the game up front uh you know and if the Bengals struggle to run the ball it's gonna put a lot of pressure on uh on joe burrow and uh you know he's still kind of learning the ropes out there uh so uh, you know browns they did show us something against the colts a few weeks ago i think we need to remember uh that for this game and you know, three points just kind of surprises me because uh, I think the Browns are a pretty clear step ahead of where the Bengals are. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Uh, I'm I, I'm on the Browns and I'm you know pretty confident this week. Uh, you know, you look at their you look at their record and they've gotten blown out by two really good teams and the rest of the games they've won and they've won handedly. Um, and and all those games were against non elite teams and the Bengals are definitely fit in that category so i they're just the more physical team they're going to be able to dominate the Bengals on both sides uh you know on the lines and you know joe burrow is capable of making this a game and certainly within three points to cover but i i think that you know my 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 odds are on the browns being able to run the ball at will on this team and you know cover this three easily yeah i love the browns this week i i'm hoping that this is valued this low just because of how the Steelers just handed it to them. But 
uh, I, I'm seeing there's a clear recipe of how to stop the Browns right now, and it's to stop their uh, run-first uh, style that they have uh, that Stefanski's brought over to them. And uh, teams they've lost to, you know, Ravens and uh, Steelers, they, they absolutely can do that to you. Bengals, I don't think they can. I, I think the Browns are going to be able to have their way on them. And I, I know he has mentioned already that Joe Burrow has been good at keep keeping them in the game, but three points is not enough for me to worry about any sort of backdoor cover here. Give me the Browns all day. All right. Well, we're all on the Browns this week. Um, getting into game three here, guys. Uh, we've got the... Dallas Cowboys uh, heading on to take in uh, take on the team this week. Uh, team are one point underdogs at home with an over under set at forty six. Uh, Robbie, I'll turn it over to you. What do you think happens here in this one? This is going to be another uh, fun NFC East game. Uh, we're we're going to see uh, who's going to be the leader of this this. Uh, high-powered division by the end of this week um but you know cow- cowboys uh have struggled uh, i mean if you can't couldn't tell by this last monday night game uh they've they've had a lot of turnovers i know the team has done the same but i i really like the team in this one um i i think there's turmoil going on in that cowboys locker room right now um there's al- already players just complaining about the coaching staff saying how they're just not experienced enough and they're just not good leaders there and I th- I think this is gonna just plays into the team's favor I think they're at least a composed team um I do trust even though at times Riverboat Ron can maybe make a poor decision and go for two and instead of tying up the game and going for overtime maybe that was the right decision maybe that's where the odds were at um it obviously looks bad just because you know it didn't pay off but um i i think this is one team can take at home and i i mean andy dalton hasn't i i had higher hopes for him to be honest but he's nothing like dak especially dak right now in his prime you know you you just saw that how Dak just carried that offense, and especially to like that win against the Falcons earlier this year. Um, I I don't think Andy Dalton really has that in him right now. Um, so I I don't feel great about this Cowboys offense going against this uh, team defense. Yeah, see, I think I'm gonna go the opposite side. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go boys here, even though they burned me last week. They're just too talented of a team. They're at some point they got to realize that, you know, they've played about as bad as they can play, and they're still leading the division. I feel like this is like the narrative every year, though. The Cowboys are just too talented of a <laughs> well, team. Get like, better, NFC East teams. Come on, like the, this isn't hard. But um, I don't know. I, I I think I think this team like they're the. I mean, it's hard to argue that they're not more talented than the, the football team. Um, you know, it's an interdivision game. I think it's going to be pretty close. I, I just think I, it's hard for me with what I've seen from the team the last couple of weeks, you know, really not being able to move the ball as effectively as they were with Haskins. You know, I, I maybe another week of preparation with Andy Dalton and, uh, gets them going a little bit. Uh, got my boy Randy Gregory uh, returning on the defense. Um, I, I mean, that, that, can't, that can't hurt. 
and uh you know I, I, they got they gotta they gotta figure it out at some point i think that maybe this is the first step of it yeah i'm uh i'm with you i'm gonna take the cowboys here it's, it's kind of the same trip we've fallen into all season uh but i'll say it anyway i mean you're right they're just there's too much talent over there on that side of the ball um i don't that cowboys d line like they've got to take over a game eventually um and the Washington uh, team, I almost slipped. Uh, <laughs> you know, Washington they red that, team. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the team wearing red. Uh, they are uh, that all line is not very good, and uh, you know they've been struggling. They've been giving up a lot of sacks. Um, so maybe this is a get right uh, game for the Cowboys. I don't know. Just one point. I, I feel like they got to be able to cover this. You got to think Mike McCarthy uh, and his whole staff. Um, you know, got a big shot in the arm this week after the basically the whole team called him out. So, uh, this is the kind of game where, as a coaching staff, you got to respond and uh, you know, get your team ready to play. And I would hope that he's capable of doing that. I mean, if they lose this game, I I don't know. Maybe you might be talking hot seat. I I I I don't know. I don't know. Like you can't lose this game. The there's, there's just they have too much talent. The, the problem is, is that division is so bad that it's almost hard for there to be a hot seat because no one's coming. You just have to wonder though, like, like they can lose three more games and still be right in that division. <laughs> this is this would be a far better team with Jason Garrett. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah. there's no arguing that. Apparently, they only interviewed Mike McCarthy. That's that's wild. That's like, wild. like that's yeah, not the Rooney rule, but. Yeah, that is not the ruling rule. Quite the opposite, yep. actually. Uh, yikes, Jera. Okay. Uh, well, guys, we're split on that one. Uh, Robbie, you're on the team. Uh, Adam and I on the Cowboys, so we'll see how it pans out. Uh, fourth game, uh, we've got the Detroit Lions heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. The Falcons are two-point favorites at home with the over-under set at 56-and-a-half. Uh, Adam, start us off here. Who do you like in this one? I like the Lions a lot. Uh, this is going to be one of my confident picks of the week. Um, you know, this is a team that's really been playing well the last three or four weeks. Um, you know, they're drop away from being three and two. Um, a lot of people are sleeping on this team. Uh, as, I mean, their offense has got to be one of the top ten, eight offenses in the league. Their defense is, you know, slowly coming around. They're playing better and better each week. And they're going up against a Falcons team who, you know, really had a nice week last week. Um, Julio being back meant everything to that offense. But, you know, I think I think they find a way to stop Julio and, you know, let let the, let Matt Ryan try to beat you with the other weapons. And, you know, I, this, this over-under line at 56.5 says it all. I think this one's going to be a shootout. But in my opinion, the Lions are the better team, and uh, they succeed here. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I love the Lions here too. Um, I I think the Lions are have been sneak pretty sneakily uh, trending upwards lately. Uh, and you're not lying. No, not at all. They're they're actually a pretty solid team right now on both sides of the ball. Falcons. I know they just kind of went gangbusters this past week, um, but. I mean, usually you could expect that after a firing of a head coach. Um, 
I'm not so sure they're going to carry it into this one. I I really think the Lions are, are going to be able to take it to them here. Um, I mean, I, I think the Lions are going to win this game. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm on the Lions as well. Make it three for three here. Um, I think people may be thinking that the Falcons figured this out. Um, you know, after what they did against the Vikings, I'm, I'm just not so sure. Like you said, Adam, the Lions are a better team uh, than a lot of people think. Uh, you know, th- should be three and two. Um, you know, beat up on a Jags team that they should have uh, beat last week, so didn't falter. Look good there. Uh, you know, and they. Going up kind of against another fraudulent team. Uh, it's this Falcons defense can't stop anybody. Uh, nothing's changed that. Um, I expect the Lions to be able to move the ball all day on them, uh, on the ground through the air. Uh, could be a big day for Kenny Galladay. Um, Fifty-six and a half is a high number for this one, um, but I don't know. I almost expect it to hit. Yeah. I. <laughs> I feel like we got a shootout here, but uh, I like the Lions in this one. I'm surprised that they're dogs, to be honest with you. Um, so I, I'll take the Lions, but I'll take the plus two. Yeah, I'll, I'll take a money line this week. Just clarify. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of your point about the Vikings. Um, Vikings also shot themselves in the foot, like in the tune of Kirk Cousins, just not just throwing three picks, but those were like three bad picks early on. Yeah. I, I mean, he just and let the Falcons run away with it from the start. Yep, uh, couldn't get uh, past that for sure. All right, uh, next game up, guys. It is the Buffalo Bills taking on the New York Jets. Uh, the hopeless Jets are 13.5-point underdogs at home with the over-under set at 45. Um, I'm on the Bills, guys. I don't have too much to say about this, <laughs> this one. It's the most exciting honest. game yeah, of the week. this it's a lot of points. I'm not going to bet it. Uh, I, I don't like those huge lopsided numbers. Bills will probably cover. I mean, you, you could probably bet the Bills. They're they're going to beat the hell out of them. Uh, I don't know. It's, I don't like laying that many points. You get some wacky backdoor stuff with a 13.5 uh, number. Yeah, I mean, Bills have been struggling a little bit. I, I mean, I'm going Bills. I don't know if I'm going to bet this game, but like you mentioned, it's just too high of a number, but... I should feel confident, but I don't know. Home, giving a home team pretty much fourteen points is outrageous. I'm probably gonna stay off that, but I'm I'm definitely going Bills. Yeah, I I, I might. I think I am gonna take the bait on the Bills this week. Uh, two touchdowns, they could absolutely do that. Uh, hit a very wet, scrappy game against Kansas City, and I I mean I I think they're gonna bounce back in a big way here. Jets are. It seems like each week they get more demoralized, and I think the Bills are going to be able to take it to them and pull. Have Josh Allen is going to get back in the swing of things this week. Um, he, I mean, that rain definitely killed that Bills offense a yeah. lot. They have, um, one thing about they, they, they haven't been able to run the ball though. All year that off that offensive line has not been looking good for them. Uh, I know Singletary's kind of been hit a lot in the backfield there. But I'm not too scared of this Jets front here. I I think the Bills are going to be able to put up points one way or another. Yeah, they could certainly cover that without having to run the ball. All right. uh, Well, we're all on the Bills here. uh, But, yeah, like I said, huge number. Um, Next up, guys, we've got the Packers 
Coming off a tough loss, uh, they head down to Houston to take on the Texans, where the Texans are three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home, with the over-under at the highest of the week at 57. Um, I'll start this one off, guys. I like the Packers in this one. I think they bounce back. I fully expect them to be able to kind of get back into the groove of their offense in this one, uh, be able to run the ball uh, effectively which they really struggled to do last week. Uh, you know, when this team doesn't fall behind the eight ball early, uh, they can keep mixing up their play calls and, uh, you know, control the game with the run. I don't see the Texans' defense being able to stop any part of this Packers team. Um, on the other side of the ball, you do have Deshaun Watson, who's playing good football, but, uh, you know, he can only play half the time. I just I think the Packers are going to tear up the Texans' D in this one. I think they should be able to cover the three and a half. Man, that Packers game last week has me wondering. I don't know what team's going to show up. You know, they, they looked good in that first quarter, and then, you know, they gave up, really. Um, and with Deshaun Watson, he can go off at pretty much any time against anyone. Um, you know, he seems to be a little bit rejuvenated after the head coach change, and, you know, it's hard not to blame him. Um I'm going to go Packers here. Uh, I'm not going to be as confident as either of you guys, but because um, I, I think this one could be close. And, you know, three and a half. Man, I almost want to – I'm going to stick with the Packers, but I, I think I'm going to stay off this one. I, I like the Packers this week. I, I do think that extra half is a little more scary, but I, I don't think they're going to – I think they're going to have a good bounce back week. Uh, I was looking up Bakhtiari's injury. I I know they said it's not to be thought to be anything serious. I was trying to see if they expect him to play this week. I know he didn't practice today, but it's Wednesday. Sometimes you get a veteran's day off, especially if you're a little hampered with an injury. So not sure if he's going to play, but I'm not, um, I I don't think that's going to make a huge difference here. Uh, Packers saw last game. I think they, they did struggle a little bit on running the ball. And the, the Bucks D line is just great at stopping the run. I think they're they're gonna have no problem for Aaron Jones to run all over this Texans team. Um, that's just not been good at stopping the run so far this year, and that's gonna open up the passing game a little more um, and be able to. I, I think this is gonna be a bounce back for the Packers. Um, I know there there would is some concerns to me that you know just Sean Watson he's been playing well right now, but don't think that's going to matter to me right now. Uh, I, I like the Packers right here. All right. Uh, so we're all on the Packers. Uh, Adam's a little more tentative, but, uh, you know, we'll see if Aaron Rodgers can right the ship here. Next up, guys, it is the Steelers taking on the Titans in quite possibly game of the week where uh, the Titans are two-point underdogs at home with the over-under set at 51 and a half. Uh, Adam, why don't you start us off here? Yeah, this is going to be a great game. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers here. Um, you know, this should be a really good gauge for the Titans. On you know, I, I I think they're a good team. I don't know if they're you know an elite team. This is they've been nine and seven the last four years in a row. I think um, you know they're trending way to hit you know go way above that. But you know, this is a good measuring stick because they don't they haven't played a lot of defenses as good as the Steelers and you know it. Tannehill showed that he can throw the ball um, to win games, but you know the, the sec- Steelers secondary 
It's been a little underwhelming this year, but I think it's a little bit better than their stats say. And, um, you know, I think Steelers offensively are getting healthy at the right time. I, I think they go on to uh, Nashville and, and, and give the Titans their first loss of the year. Um, this should be a good one, though, because it's strength versus strength, and you always love seeing that. Yeah, it, I I think this is this has got to be the game of the week for me. Um, I'm not going to touch this game, but I would be. I'm very interested to watch this game. Absolutely, um, I I think the Steelers are going to be. I I think they're the better team at this point, uh, especially um, if they get. Uh, Deontay Johnson back, you know, that's going to boost that offense a little bit. Uh, I mean, they're clicking already. Um, I, I'm just not really convinced on this Titans defense at this point. I, I thought they were pretty solid last year at least, but it, I, I don't think they've been as good so far this year. I, I think that's a big uh, piece in here for me where I'm leaning Steelers. But, I mean, what? Two five and zero teams. I mean, both these teams know how to win. I'm not really expecting a blow up by any means. I I could see this go either way. Um. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm leaning Steelers here. This is a uh, it's a tough game. In all honesty, I'm probably not betting it. Um, I expect the Steelers to be able to hold the Titans offense in check here. The one thing that gives me trepidation though is that Devin Bush injury and you know you want him out there when you're playing Derrick Henry. Uh yep. if there's one game you need a guy like that, it's it's this one. Um so Steelers are gonna have their hands full there. They're gonna have to stop the run first and foremost. Um but you know they they've got a really strong unit and I think uh I think they'll be able to hold them in check, whereas the yeah, Titans D just uh, you know isn't that strong right now. They've been kind of getting carried by the offense, and uh, I think the Steelers' offense will be able to move the ball, uh, you know, fairly well uh, here in this one, even though they'll be on the road. So uh, I like the Steelers uh, even minus the two on the road. All right, next one up, guys. It is the uh, Carolina Panthers taking on the. New Orleans Saints, who are 7.5-point favorites at home. The over-under in this one set at 51. Um, Adam, why don't you start us off? Yeah, this is one I've, I've flipped on um, a couple times, actually. I, th- I think it's 7.5 is a really good line. Saints are, in my opinion, the better team. Um, haven't played well at home this year for some reason. It might have to do with the fans. Uh, it gets rowdy, rowdy down there, but... You know, coming off the bye, um, I think give a, give a little bit of time to get healthier, a little bit of time for Michael Thomas to, you know, meditate. Don't don't punch your teammates. Um, I I, th- I think they they come out strong and, and sort of you know put a whooping on the uh, Panthers. You know, last week I think the Panthers showed a little bit of their true colors. The game wasn't as close as the score indicated. They got gifted a couple couple points uh the officiating that game was uh, atrocious but um i i just don't know if they're on the same level as the saints um uh, you know this is this is the must win for the saints uh interdivision um they're home i i think they come out strong out of the buy-in and uh you know find a way to cover uh having said that i this is probably not a game i'm, I'm gonna touch this week yeah i really like the panthers here actually um 
you know, I, they ran into a kind of a buzzsaw last week against that Bears defense, and you know they looked out of sorts from the start. But I'm going to take their other uh, five games into account here, and you know they've just they've managed to hang in every single game. Uh, all their matchups have been close. Uh, you know, they they uh, the Raiders came into Carolina and uh, they won a game, but. Uh, you know, it was close down the stretch, uh, and that was a game the Panthers, uh, you know, had no business being in. Uh, you could say the same thing about this one. Um, I just think the 7.5 is way too many points when the Panthers have played some pretty strong opponents and have hung in there the entire time. Uh, so I like the Panthers in this one, at least to cover the um, 7.5. I just think it'll be a much closer game than that. I, I don't see the Saints uh, jumping out to any sort of a big lead. I don't have much faith in their offense to put up a ton of points right now. Uh, if anything, I like the under in this one. Yeah. Um, anything uh, else about that game, Evan? Oh, yeah. I'm going to lock up the uh, Panthers. Thank you for reminding me. It's a lock! No! Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I like the Panthers here, too. Um, I think the big, there is a big uh, game changer in play, and that's Michael Thomas. But I I think this might be more you getting some public betting on the the Saints side because of that. Uh, I I know he should be fully healthy coming into this game, but the, I I think this game should be a lot closer for a divisional game. Um, honestly, like these two teams might be fighting for a top spot in this division with the Buccaneers. Uh, so I, I kind of expect them to hang in by at least a touchdown. Um, kind of along the lines of Michael Thomas, I kind of got a sneaking suspicion that that fight uh, the other week made, I don't know if that was a fight or they just wanted to come up with an excuse to uh, hold him out for another week. I don't know. It, it seemed kind of seemed kind of sketchy uh, to me, but... I, I do think that's great for Michael Thomas. I was worried at the start that they're going to rush him back, but I think this is a perfect amount of time for that high ankle sprain. So I don't think he's going to be hindered much at all. But at the same time, you know, I, I don't think that's going to be enough to have the Saints run away with it. I, I think the Panthers are going to be able to compete in this one. They're looking like a whole different Panthers team than we've seen in previous years. All right, so uh, Robbie and I are on the Panthers. Uh, I locked up the Panthers thanks to Robbie's reminder, and uh, the Saints. Uh, Adam's leaning on him here, uh, but doesn't feel great about it. All right, uh, next one up, guys. AFC West matchup with uh, you know some significance to it. It's the Seattle Seahawks taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals are three and a half point dogs at home in this one, with the over under set at fifty five and a half. Uh, Robbie, start us off here. This should be a, another very interesting game to, to watch for me. Um, the Seahawks coming fresh off the bye, um, playing a Cardinals team that you, you just saw run all over the uh, Cowboys. But I, I think that game, I, I think we said it already, you got to take that game with a little bit, little grain of salt right there. Um, I, I think the Seahawks have been just absolutely on fire in offense and I, I know their secondary has been very sus suspect so far but I, I think they could put up a lot of points that the Cardinals offense which has questioned me at times on 
um, being able to move the ball. Um, I, th- I think they're going to be able to put up – Seahawks are going to be able to put up enough points that the Cardinals just won't be able to catch them. So I like the Seahawks here. Uh, I, I'm not not super confident in this matchup, though, um, mo- probably mostly because of these two NFC West teams, so I'm going to probably stay off of it. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals here. I just think uh, division matchup, and the Cardinals have played the Seahawks pretty well in years past. Um, so I'm going to stick with the Cardinals here. I think Kyler's able to uh, to you know move the ball enough here, especially at home. Um, you know, and they've just got weapons all over the field versus that Seahawks defense that's pretty banged up. Um, you know, especially with the secondary. And then uh, you know we saw a lot of good things out of uh, Kenyon Drake last week. You know, I, I think he'll have a little bit tougher time getting going against the Seahawks defense, but, uh, you know, I, I still think that they should be able to uh, keep this one closer than the three and a half suggests, and I think they got a pretty good chance to win it, too. Uh, so I'll take the Cardinals. Yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks here. I, I think three and a half is a really good line. I think, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bet this game because I, I think Cardinals are very capable and, you know, Three, they can sneak in there, and make this three like um, field goal game and cover. They could even win this game. Um, but you know, if I had to bet, I, I'd go Seahawks. Just the Cardinals secondary looked very impressive last week. Um, it's hard, to, it's hard to gauge that team based on that game alone. They, I mean, they looked really bad against the Panthers. Um, you know, the last two matchups they've been pretty good. So I, the Seahawks are a different animal. Um, you know, they did, I think they just got a little bit too much firepower for the Cardinals um, and, and find a way to, you know, cover the three and a half on the road. But, you know, this is one I'm going to stay off because I'm, I'm not too confident in it at all. All right. Well, uh, with that, guys, uh, let's take a look at our next game. Uh, San Francisco 49ers are heading to New England to take on the Patriots, where the Patriots are two and a half point favorites. The over/under in this one's set to forty-four and a half. Uh, guys, I'm gonna lean Patriots here. Um, I just think that uh, you know Cam should be able to uh, do enough on the offensive side of the ball here to to move the ball. And I think you know 49ers on offense are you know, still dealing with a lot of uh, troubles on their end. Um, you know they did have a bit of a better showing here this last week, but. Uh, I still have a little bit of concern, and they're going to have uh, you know a tough time with this uh, Patriots defense on the road. Uh, you know, and maybe there's something to the traveling cross country too that uh, lends a hand here. But uh, something says Patriots uh, two and a half here. But uh, you know, I'm probably not going to bet it. I I'm same with you in the fact that I'm probably not going to touch this game. But I'm leaning 49ers. I think you're still getting maybe some. Uh, a favorable line for the Patriots just being the Patriots and with their history, but they just haven't been very convincing to me so far this year. Uh, This Niners team just came off a big win against the Rams. I mean, granted it's a divisional game. So, you know, uh, sometimes those uh, don't go as you would expect but uh, you know, they look pretty good. Um, And, I, I just expect this to be a close game between these two um, two teams that are probably th- under or both underwhelmed so far this season compared to what they have done in the past. Um, but 
I'm going to lean the 49ers here with the points. Yeah, I'm going to go 49ers here. I'm going to take a money line. Uh, I'm pretty confident in this one. Um, I mean, you just look at what happened last week for the Patriots. Um, I know they had some valid excuses. Uh, I think they're only able to practice once uh, with all their COVID trouble. And they had a couple of linemen on the COVID IR. Um, that certainly affected it, their play. Um, but having said that, I mean, losing at home to the Broncos on like six field goals is, is bad. Their offense looked really bad. And the other side of the ball, the 49ers got a really impressive win last week. Um, you know, I, I thought that they made some strides on offense to, you know, make Jimmy G feel a bit more comfortable and sort of found their identity, you know, what, what worked last year. And, you know, I going into New England, going across country, is uh, it's going to be tough. But, you know, you just look at both these teams, and you know, I don't know where the playmaking ability is going to happen from Patriot if, it, if it's not Cam. Um, I mean, if it's not Cam or from the defensive side, I don't know who's making plays for that team. Um, where, you know, you got the 49ers, you got a whole handful of guys that are capable. Um, and then their defense is also as capable as the Patriots. So, um, you know, I think, Evan, I think you're right with – you know, a lot of money coming in on the Pats here. I, I honestly don't know how they're two and a half point favorites in this game. I, I think the 49ers are a much better team, and um, I'm a, I'm gonna take a money line here. I'm probably gonna hit it hard. Oh, okay, feeling good about it. Yeah. All right. Uh, next game up, guys. It is the Kansas City Chiefs heading into Denver to take on the Broncos. Uh, Broncos are nine point underdogs at home in this one, with the over under set at 47. Uh. I'm going to lean Chiefs here, guys, but uh, I have my concerns. Uh, the Chiefs' offense has been a little up and down lately in terms of their explosiveness. It just seems like they're just a step off with a couple of plays, just not quite in that rhythm yet. Um, you know, looks like is is Le'Veon supposed to get out there this week? Yeah. You know, yeah. So you got to think he'll be sprinkled in. Uh, wonder how that affects the rhythm as well. At the same time, though, um, they are the Chiefs, and you have to think that they should be able to beat, you know, a team uh, that's just inferior to them talent-wise uh, by double digits. I'm I'm just a little concerned though, because you know Vic Fangio's got that Broncos defense playing pretty well right now. Got a lot of swagger. You know, they're rallying behind Drew Locke, and they just keep pulling receivers, uh, you know, out of nowhere to to you know move the ball each week and. Um, you know, they just kind of find a way to be in these games that you don't think that they'll uh, be in. So uh, if I had to pick something, I'm going to say the Chiefs, but, man, it wouldn't surprise me if the Broncos made this close. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Broncos. Uh, this, is, like, this isn't a game uh, I'm going to touch either. You know, it, man, Broncos, they, they should have won that game by a lot more <laughs> uh, last week, you know, Drew Locke with, you know, a couple terrible interceptions. He, uh, you know, they weren't able to come through in the red zone, settle for a lot of field goals. Um, but, you know, this team is definitely trending up. Um, Chiefs, Chiefs of the Chiefs, um, you know, that they might struggle in Arrowhead a little bit. Um, I mean, by now, I'm sure this, is, this, is, this isn't their first rodeo in Denver, but um, it's, hard to, it's hard to know how how good this Broncos team actually is. Uh, it's, it's not, that's probably why I'm going to stay off this game, but you know, if I had to choose, I'm going to take the Broncos to make this, uh, probably a one score game, but you know, I, I could see this going either way. Chiefs can, Chiefs can roll anybody at any time. 
Yeah, um, this was the... The Broncos are the team that, after the show last week, I immediately just was kind of regretting picking against them. They're, they're a team that I, I told myself back a couple weeks ago, back in week five, like, hey, don't underestimate this team. Like, they're better than what they seem to be. And I kind of, when I was looking, be, re, revisiting week five, I noticed I swapped to the Patriots, even with the bigger spread, and that uh, I that threw me off guard Bronto. a little bit. Yeah, that was a Bron doe I missed. <laughs> um, but I, I don't think this is a Broncos team that people should be underestimating. This is a huge line, um, and this defense has been low-key very good. And and this Chiefs offense has been – they haven't been as good as we've seen in the past from Chiefs defense. I know – little hype about Le'Veon coming in and what he could do to this, but I don't think that's going to make a difference. This is Broncos' run. He has been great, even without Von Miller this year. And I, I think they're going to – Broncos are going to just be able to do enough. And honestly, this 47 number, I would be leaning under. Uh, I don't, well, don't feel super great about that, but I would, I would lean the under here. But I do think nine points is a lot of points, especially at home for the Broncos. That's that just seems like a gift to yeah. me. Yeah, I we, think you should be on the Broncos here. I mean, the last, I mean, it seems like every year there's a you know Broncos get a wacky win at home that nobody expects, and it's usually interdivision. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you. That nine points is a little bit too much. Didn't they beat the Chiefs at home last year? I don't think Fact they check. did. It, Fact check that. They Robbie. definitely they, they they pulled out even when the Chargers were really good with Philip Rivers. You know, they, everyone has trouble in that division going to mile high. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I know we got news of, like, the Melvin Gordon DUI this past weekend. Big Dewey. Um, Big Dewey. I, I, we kind of missed that in the news and notes. But um, they're not really expecting him to get suspended till maybe mid-November. So he, he should be playing this game. I know he missed his last game um, strep. because of strep throat. Due process. Um, <laughs> so he, he got a little, uh, I don't know, kind of like the Darnold Mono from last year. I don't know. Um but looking back at their schedule last well. year, um, uh, they did not beat the Chiefs last year. Yeah, well, Chiefs disregard. Uh, so, might want to disregard that. I'm trying to see if there's. Did a, they get killed? They they did end up beating the Chargers late in the season. I don't know if that's what you're thinking of. Or Week 17 squeaked one out against the Raiders. Well, how did they? Uh, how did they do against the Chiefs at home last year? Was it was it bad? Uh, thirty to six. Ah, yeah. yeah ah, but I think this is brand new. This is a whole new Broncos team. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not look looking at that pass right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I I agree. Okay, all right. Well, uh, next Plus one up, guys. For oh. Broncos money line. Ooh, ooh, that's fun. Tasty. That's a that's yeah, a big number. Could be fun. All right, next one up is the Jacksonville Jaguars heading into Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Um, this one, uh, you know, the Chargers are going to be 7.5-point favorites at home with an over-under set at 49.5. Um, you know, guys, I can't lock this up because uh, I already locked up the Panthers, but this is my uh, this is my backdoor cover of the week. Uh, 
you've got this Chargers team led by Anthony Lynn that couldn't hold a lead to save his life. <laughs> uh, and then you've just got Minshew, who knows nothing but uh, garbage time and coming back uh, in these late games. So um, this is a perfect recipe for uh, Chargers to just blow them out early and then the Jags to come roaring back late. Um, so I'll, I'll take the Jaguars here to cover. I just think, uh, you know, I don't expect the Chargers to be able to do uh, enough on offense uh, to to really put this one out of reach, uh, you know, from a seven-and-a-half point. Uh, you know, that's that's just a ton when the Chargers have just been letting leads slide left and right. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Jags in this one. Is uh, Minshew uh, Blake Bortles 2.0? He's uh, better than that, but yeah, basically, uh, he might be. A team is not that good. He's he's. I mean, no, they no. got some receivers, but they don't got much outside. He's it. making it. Yeah, work. he's making that's, he's making do. I watch him play, and I'm just like, this ain't on you. No, it, it is not. That's that's not a good roster. Yeah, it, it seems like the Jaguars always. They seem to always find a way to scrap by with like these like. Wide receivers out of thin air, really. Yeah. Like Cecil Shorts. Yeah. Keenan Cole's having a bounce yeah. back year out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, who wants to take it out of the slot? Um, you go ahead, Robbie. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it here. Um, not a game I'm confident about, mostly because of that Evan Newberger uh, trademarked backdoor cover, but. Um, I'm leaning the Chargers here. I the seven and a half seems too big for them, but they the Jaguars haven't really been um, anything that's been impressive to me at all lately. Uh, that defense is just wide open for the for Herbert's taking this week, and um, I I think the Chargers will be able to put up a lot of points. Uh, Keenan Allen, I think that's a question mark on whether he's going to play this week, but even so, um, I don't have. Any doubts that Mike Williams uh, or Hunter Henry or you know Justin Keenan Jackson Allen. or is Keenan Allen actually playing? I think I think he's probable. I think I think he's okay. going to be out there. I don't know if he'll be he'll be limited, but yeah, I I, I wasn't sure if they. I, it's still too early for us yeah, to tell. Yeah. I mean, Wednesday's pretty early. For I don't us to be yeah. looking at this. I mean, they got they got a lot of depth. I don't know but, if it matters all that much. But I mean, this Chargers defense is still good. And I, I think they're going to give Minshew a little some problems, especially early on in this game. Um, that I, I think seven and a half points is attainable by them, but I don't feel great about it. This was almost my lock. Uh, I feel better about the next game, though. But I love the Chargers here to cover seven and a half. Um, I mean, they're they're the best one and four team I think I've ever seen. Um, you know, the, the last four weeks, they played the Chiefs, Panthers, Bucks, Saints, all above 500 teams. They lost by a total of 18 points and held leads in all those games. Um, you know, they're going to get it figured out. Herbert, you know, still rookie. Uh, he looks he looks excellent. Um, and, and, you know, if they get up on the Jags, which they will, they're not going to let off because of what has happened the last couple weeks. I don't see this as a backdoor cover scenario. Um, and if it is, you know, Lance... <laughs> Lance Lynn's got some issues, but, um, you know, they, they, this is a team they should roll better on both sides of the ball, uh, up front. Um, I, they got better playmakers. They got a better defense. Uh, I love the chargers here. I think this is going to be a blowout, especially at home. 
Alright, next game up, guys. Uh, we've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers heading to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Raiders are three-point underdogs at home in this one with the over-under at 53. Uh, Adam, we're coming right back to you. What do you like in this one? I'm going to take the Raiders. I'm going to take a money line, and uh, it's going to be my lock of the week. It's a lock! No! I, I love the Raiders here. I think uh, go, just going back to week two, I think... Uh, let me check this yeah uh they were you know five and a half point dogs on monday night football against the saints team um you know and they won that game and they won it fairly easily i think uh this bucks team's a very similar real team um and you know if they can find a way to stop i in my opinion if they could stop rojo um which has been tough to do he's he, he's been playing excellent um if they can find a way to stop rojo i i don't know if um you know, Tom Tom can keep up. This Raiders defense is, you know, hit or miss. Uh, this team definitely seems to be playing a lot better at home. Um, you know, they might, ha they might have found a little bit of a home field advantage there in Vegas. Uh, I think that these two teams are similar on a talent level. Um, Coaching-wise, I, I think Gruden's got the edge here um, over Bruce. Yeah, give me the Raiders here, money line. Um you know, I, I I see this game as more of a pick 'em. So, uh, you know, the opportunity to get some extra juice, uh, give me the Raiders all day. You know, they're physical enough to match up with, with this Bucks team. Yeah, I'm uh I'm gonna take the Raiders as well here. I I like uh, what you said there. I think the Raiders are gonna be able to get after them uh, and kind of hold their own in the front seven. Um, you know, on defense. Could give uh, Tom some trouble there uh, by getting after the quarterback. You know, we saw that, uh, you know, when the Bears got pressure on the Bucks, uh, you know, it spelled a lot of trouble. And uh, I could see the Raiders being able to get after uh, Tom Brady in this one and, and really making his life hell. And, uh, you know, it's it's a tough matchup uh, in regards to the Raiders just because they're, they're going to have to lean heavily on Jacobs against a tough run defense. Um, but, you know... I, I think I think that they're gonna be able to do enough in this one uh, to to make it work, and I actually think that this is gonna be a relatively low scoring game. I, I like the under in this one. I think you get both teams kind of in the low twenties. I think it's more of a a dog fight than this lets on. Is this a Gruden revenge game? Yeah, is I was just gonna say that, man. I, I, like, I think so. 15 years ago? If, I mean, if, if he's, it's got to count for something, right? That's the first time he's played the Bucks since... They let him go. Uh, right? Yeah. I, I think it counts. Definitely. He, if he, if he, he's going to have some tricks up his sleeve. I expect a couple wacky plays out of the playbook from, from oh, John absolutely. Gruden in this one. Especially prime time. He yeah. likes to show off a little bit. He loves prime time. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, prime time Gruden. You know, I was just like thinking there. You kind of mentioned like Raiders found themselves like little home field advantage, even though like I remember what, that Monday night game. They mentioned like they're not having crowds in at all. I wonder. I I think I heard a little mention. Maybe there's something with like the Las Vegas Golden Knights. How they would um, how maybe that temptation of Las Vegas is its own sort of home field advantage that players maybe sneak out. Could that be the Raiders home field advantage? I don't know, but uh, I would be gambling. You, you can ask everybody <laughs> I, at this table. I mean, I feel like a lot of guys. It's hard. It's hard out. to stay focused on your job when you're in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
I I like the side of the Raiders here too. Um, it's it just seems like a primetime Gruden game for them to get get those guys fired up at home. This this just spells real perfectly for them to. It, this is a perfect recipe for them. Um, could now thinking about this could be a big game for Grock. You know, Vegas. You know, you know, oh Vegas. yeah, that guy's fueled yeah, by alcohol. That, 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 that guy. <laughs> Probably he's probably loving this Vader Raiders oh, yeah. trip for sure for oh, sure yeah absolutely but um yeah kind of kind of you guys took a lot of my points but um yeah I I I do think this is going to be one of those games where the Raiders try to stay competitive and they're not going to get it run over completely and um I, I I think that game against the Packers last week for the Buccaneers I think that them running the score up on the Packers was a little bit of a fugazi right there. Um, I don't expect them to really be lighting teams up like that all the time. Um, I think Derek Carr is a good enough of a game manager, and yeah, Gruden's going to just yeah, be com- able to coming off the bye too. I love love yep. the Raiders. Yep, off the bye too. Yeah, I I think they're a, a very good sneaky play here. Uh, I probably won't bet this though, but you know, this, this could be fun to watch. Yep. All right, final game of the week, Monday Night Football. It is the Chicago Bears, 5-1. Uh, and one. Can't say it enough. Uh, they head out west to take on the Rams. Back-to-back games in the new dome. Wow. Um, Rams-Chargers back-to-back days is what I mean. But, uh, yeah, uh, Rams are playing a host in this one, and uh, they're five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, Over-under in this one is 45 uh, Robbie, we'll start with you. What do you think uh, in this one? Bears Monday night. Before you start, Robbie. Yes. You are undefeated on the Bears this year. Is that correct? I am. And every time uh, Bears have been dogs and won, I've also picked them for the money line. So I've been Very pretty nice. good with the Bears so far this year. Okay, good pulse on the Bears. Um, and, you know, I'll just lead into it. Um, I'm f- feeling the Bears money line right here. I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to lock up the Bears money line. It's a lock. No. And this is like two to one odds of them winning. But I think this game should be a lot closer than what this line implies. Um, uh, I, I love the value here. Um, I think the Bears are probably the most uh, underrated 5-1 and one team right now in the league. And I th- Honestly, I think the Rams are maybe the most overrated for and two team right now. Um, I mean, granted, yeah, the Bears, you know, they it seems like they've just been scrapping out wins. Um, it hasn't been really convincing, but that's the style that they really need to play. They, they're, they're an elite defense, um, and you don't really need to run up the score on anybody. You just have to be able to have a game manager, which I think Foles has really stepped in to do pretty well. And, and, well, even last week, uh, you kind of mentioned already, Adam, about how the Panthers, they they could have been beaten by a lot more if it weren't for some bad officiating, which, you know, Bears could have run it up a little more. Um, on the other hand, the Rams, I'm not super convinced about them right now. I th- think their pass defense has been pretty good. I mean, I know you got Aaron Donald there. He's always a force to be reckoned with. But they seem to be... Overall, pretty average. They could have a little weakness in the run game. Um, and, I mean, if the Rams haven't played any of the 
NFC East team so far this year, they'd be 0-2. Like, all their wins have just been against this NFC least, and maybe against the team was pretty convincing, but the other ones haven't really been convincing. I, I think the Rams are going to be able to hang, or the Bears, did I say the Rams? I think I did. But I think the Bears are going to be able to hang on it. If you don't like the Bears' money line here, I think this 5.5 is um, very... <laughs> Honestly, you, you should absolutely be going for this five and a half. This is a lot of people just downing on the Bears um, right here. Actually, I remember reading that uh, Vegas Insider said that um, when asked about why the Bears are always rated so low, he said that because people treat them like the Lions so far this year. So, hey, take advantage of that. You know, that's why we're getting some good Lions here. Um. And, you know, if you're feeling extra spicy, um, Bears money line parlayed with the under because, you know, if the Bears win, it's because their defense has been yeah. shutting them down. Like, that's what, like, Ooh, I like that almost up. five to one odds. I I think that's a good play, too, like if you're play feeling too. a little spicy. I like that, too. So. Uh, see, I'm going to take the Bears. Um, I'm going to take the points. Uh, I'm not going to go money line. But I, I have one question for you, Robbie yes. and Evan, I guess. Uh, Aaron Donald worries me because the Bears' interior line isn't great. Um, he can he can just he can change the game. I would feel better if Mitch was starting in this game, to be honest, because his mobility would you know be a factor, be able to escape and limit 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 Aaron Donald's effect on the game. But you know, with Foles, he, Foles has taken less sacks though. Yeah, I don't know if that's a product of I don't know. I think it's a product of decision making though. I think it might be a product of Foles, who they Foles played. Foles does seem to make better reads than Trubisky did. Yeah. Trubisky, uh, he he didn't seem to go through progressions but, I mean, well at all. Yeah, I mean, Panthers, they they really didn't have any too good of pass rushers. No. Um, uh, but, you know, I... I the Tampa D-line, though, is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I don't know. I, I just think that, you know, if, if the Rams do win this game... And if they win it big, I think it's going to be because Aaron Donald and the Bears just don't have an answer for him. Yeah, and they're missing an interior lineman, which is tough. Bears without James Daniels. So, uh, you know, that's uh, strength of the defense on, you know, probably the weakest part of the Bears' offense right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, definitely something to watch for sure. Um, didn't mean to cut you off, though, Adam. No, I, 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 I'm i going to take the Bears here. I'm going to bet it, but I'm sort of teetering on the money line thing. I I think just having the points is good enough here. This should be a close game. Uh, Bears defense will keep this game close for sure. I think, yeah, yeah you can take the money line, but I, I think keeping it safe with the points is, is a good move here. Yeah, I, I don't know that this game gets to 40 points. Um, I, I smell something like 17, 13, uh, one way or the other. But uh, love the five and a half. Um I, I don't think the Rams' offense will be able to do much of anything on the Bears. Um, you know, the Bears' pass defense is just one of the best in the league. Um, yeah, they're, they're, their defensive unit is overall very solid. Uh, you know, they're not dealing with too many injuries. Khalil Mack is starting to look like Khalil Mack again. Uh, Robert Quinn's looking like he's starting to get there as well. So I expect uh, plenty of pressure on Goff. I, I don't think the Rams are going to be able to run away with this one at all. And five and a half implies that uh, there's going to be 
a decent amount of scoring on that side of the ball, and I I just don't see it. Um, you know, and the Bears Bears offense should be able to. Uh, it's gonna be low scoring both sides around. Um, you know, Ramsey is very good as well, so it might be tough for the Bears to get to twenty. But uh, the five and a half points is 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 just way too much. So uh, love that. Uh, and and love the under. Um, if I was going to parlay it, I, I wouldn't do the money line, but I would do uh, Bears plus five and a half, and I would I'd do the under. You know, the, the flaw the Bears do have in the secondary is that Kyle Fuller is just making too good of hits. That too it good looks dirty. He's too, too good, good at them, yeah. so he just gets penalized for them. So Yeah, just Big explosive shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder hits that look too good, yeah. so they have to be flagged. Uh, Unreal. Yeah, that's all right though. He's, they need to clean that up. No, nah, he's, he's he's all pro corner. Yep. He's he's the man. That guy. Yep. He, he's probably the Bears' best player this year. I think he has been. Yeah, I mean, he he might have been like the last three seasons. Honestly, <laughs> he's he's really good. Uh, but that'll do it for uh, our week seven picks. So let's review the locks here real quick, guys. Uh, Adam, you went with Raiders money line. Uh, Robbie, you had Bears money line. And I had Panthers plus seven and a half against the Saints, so we'll see if the locks hit. Uh, in terms of our podcast parlay, uh, so we went uh, two out of three last week, so wound up just down uh, like four bucks, I think. So still pretty well up on the year, but we're going uh, Browns uh, in this one. We like the Browns, and then we also like the Lions. So that's Browns minus three, Lions plus two. And then we're going to take the Bears plus five and a half. So Browns, Lions, Bears all against the spread. And we'll see if that hits. But, uh, you know, that's some old school football teams that we're going to be backing up. Uh, but with that, guys, uh, anything else you want to end? Bear down. Bear, Bear down. down. All right. Well, uh, good luck, everybody, this week. Um, you know, we'll be back next week with week eight. And, uh, you know, hopefully we've got some, uh, some locks to celebrate. But until then, take care.